On today's episode of Let Us Judge You, we are covering the Ken and Barbie killers, Carla Homoka and Paul Bernardo. everybody i'm paula i'm megan <laughs> and i'm ashley and this is let us judge you okay so like megan said at the beginning we are discussing the ken and barbie killers um and um there's also a known as carla homolka and paul bernardo in canada from canada Oh, Canada. Carla is known as the most hated woman in Canada. So here is the overview here. Um, Carla Leanne Homolka, also known as Carla Leanne Teal, Leanne Teal, and Leanne Bordela is a Canadian. I think think they said Bordier. Whatever. It's French. I don't speak French. Is a Canadian serial killer who acted as an accomplice to her husband, Paul Bernardo, taking active part in the rapes and murders of at least three minors in Ontario, including her own sister. Um, and these crimes were committed between 1990 and 1992. Yikes. This All right. Rough. This is going to be a fun day. Yeah. So we like have, I, said, I picked some real rough cases. I know this is, Sorry. this is another one of Megan's picks. So, you know, right. We haven't done the toy box killer. Yet. Yeah. That's going to be real messed up. I'm pretty right. sure that's next. Sources. Um, yes. So sources are, as usual, there are three. Um, crimemuseum.org on Carla Homoka. Um, and then dailymail.co.uk. And that one, the title was Ken Husband Forced to Kill Three Women. Oh, sorry. Canada's Barbie Killer Shows Claiming Ken's Husband Forced to Kill three women um and then cbc news it was a youtube video um kind of short i think that one was pretty short but also i know i haven't said this on other episodes but i'm going to post links to all of our sources when i on our socials so all right so the three um podcast episodes that we are covering today uh the podcast canadian true crime that is actually two episodes on these murders um The first one was January 29th of 2017, 31 minutes. And then the second one is February 13th of 2017, one hour and 11 minutes. This is hosted by Christy Lee, and she has out 158 episodes as of today. Um, The second one is True Murder, The Most Shocking Killers. This one is episode four, posted February 3rd, 2010. It is one hour and one minute. Um, This one is hosted by... Dan Zupanski, and there is a guest, Nick Prawn. He's the author of um, the book, Lethal Marriage, which is about these two. This podcast has 724 episodes. And the last but not least is Women and Crime. This one is episode three, posted December 10th of 2019. It's about 42 minutes long, and it's hosted by Amy Schleisberg and Dr. Macon Sachs. They have 127 episodes so far. So, yeah, yeah. we can go ahead and jump right into Canadian True Crime. You want to do that one first? 
Yes. So Canadian True Crime, this this was actually her first two episodes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, her first episode, she does go in um, saying, like, you know, it's her first, my first episode. I'm still learning. You guys gave me feedback. I appreciate it. She said she talked slow. It was a little slow. I didn't think it was too bad. I think it was really good, actually, yeah. especially for her first episode. She has so much information in these two episodes. She killed it. All of the information. All of it. I actually feel like I used this more of a source with the other two than our actual sources. Right. Yeah, I was going to say this one for sure. Um, There was one victim that they talked about that I don't think the other ones talked about, um, which was Jane Doe that they referred to. Yeah, no one else talked about that. Also, because Jane Doe didn't know what happened to her. Because, like, they drugged her. And then raped her, and when she woke up the next morning, she's like, I don't feel good. And they're like, oh, you drank too much, that's why. How would you not know? Well, you would think she'd be, like, sore. Yeah. But, I don't know. But still, like, if she didn't know about this, can you imagine how traumatizing it would be when all of a sudden he's arrested? Because it's like, I, I would imagine they probably subpoenaed her. They probably kept her Jane Doe because she's a minor. Because mm-hmm. I said she was a teen. How traumatizing would it be to be subpoenaed to work to court? And then they're like, "Oh, by the way, there are videotapes of you being sexually assaulted while you're unconscious." Yeah, awful. Years ago, probably. Like, what? I that would be traumatizing. I don't think I would recover. <gasps> No, I mean, the yeah. fact that she doesn't remember is probably the worst part. I mean, if they never subpoenaed it, it'd probably be better. I think I'd rather never find out. Yeah. I mean, but I think about it, and this isn't something, like, I'm super proud of, but, like, I've gotten blackout wasted before. I don't remember things. There's chunks of there's chunks of time in my life that I don't remember. Oh, yeah. You know? And so, I mean, I mean it- like, yeah, she probably woke up sore, but she probably just assumed that she was fucking so hammered that she hurt herself. Yeah, or slept in a weird position. Yeah. I mean, she was a teenager, so I mean, you can sleep in weird positions and be fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas our age, it's like, I slept with my arm above my head, and now I can't move my shoulder. Oh my gosh, it's awful. That happened to me was last that, night, actually. Did I talk to you about that in Deadwood? Yeah, how no, you I kept, kept all asleep fucking... and your arms were dead. <laughs> there was a ghost also in our room. Was there really? That's for another podcast. No, she kept saying she'd wake up in the middle of the night. She was scared to open her eyes because she was afraid she'd see something. Oh, my gosh. She is not coming with us to Wiska House. Oh, I'm coming. Oh, then you're going to stay. Yeah, I'm going to freak the whole time. I'm going to sleep with my arms like this. (laughs) I'm never opening my eyes. (laughs) Joke's on you. Um, I thought this podcast was really good. I mean, she had good flow. Like you said, you can't even really tell that it was her first one. No, um, she did so, so good. I thought this was the best one um, with details, especially if you don't know the story, because I honestly didn't know, as most of these, I didn't know all the details of the story. So, Well, I feel like you're more I into paranormal stuff okay. than... Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is fine. That's my jam. But I do enjoy... I, I don't love... Learning about all these murders. Because, Love me a good murder. But it's interesting. And I mean, my degree that I have is in psychology. And that's why, I mean, I went for it. Because I always like, like you talked about the last episode, the background of people. I just want to know why. Like how? Like mm-hmm. when you think about things, like how can you do that? 
Oh, we talked about that when we were driving back from Deadwood because we were listening to one case and I was like, there's very clearly something wrong with people who kill like this because it's like they did. They raped and killed her sister. Like they talk about how she was drugged and she was drugged so bad that it left a chemical burn burn, on her cheek. Like I can't believe that the police were like, oh, yeah, it's a rug burn. I believe you. Which one of the other podcasts, I think it was the second podcast. My question is, how do you get a rug burn on your mouth? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, know. like, well, I said it was on well, her face, but at the same time, like, you just got a rug burn from dragging her. Did you not just pick her up? Like, how would you? Yeah. Have, that's... Yeah. No, but like, um, one of the other podcasts, I think it was the second one, The True Murder, they talked about how it was two police officers, and the junior police officer was actually like, that's really weird. And the senior one was like, nope, it's it was accidental. And since he was hmm. a junior cop, he couldn't really do anything yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this girl killed it. She went, she had a lot of details about how both of them came up. All of the attacks, I mean, like, because there were a ton of attacks before he met Carla, before they got married, like with him being the Scarborough rapist and all that, and how Carla found out and was like, eh, whatever, it's cool. Her bringing Jane Doe as a present. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's messed yeah. up. Well, it's didn't she up. give her sister? That was her Christmas yeah, gift. The, that was his, yeah, yeah, his Christmas gift. Also, yeah. when he got mad, so he cut off Carla's pet iguana's head, oh, cooked God. it, and then ate it in front of their friends. Which why aren't their friends like? Why wouldn't their friends be? That's messed up. Yeah. And he also pooped on a piece of bread and forced oh, Carla to eat it. That was so gross. Oh my gosh. Also, That's not funny. If you guys, like I think of shit on a shingle. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole new meaning to that shit sandwich. (laughs) Like I said, it's not funny. It's not. It's terrible. Okay, I do kind of want to have a little bit, pick your brain a little bit, because this case is notorious because Carla did not get the punishment she should have. And the big reason for that was when she was pulled in, Paul had beat her. And she left him, and when they pulled her in, by this point, they had found out, got his DNA back, found out he was a Scarborough rapist, and she thought they wanted to question her about her abuse, but very quickly picked up that they had made a connection between the murders and the rapist, Mm -hmm. him being the Scarborough racist. So she... Eh, what did I you do? You call racist. him a racist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rapist. My bad. I mean, he was probably a racist too. Let's be honest. He's Sorry. garbage. This is so off topic. I'm gonna just go for it. Every time I hear Scarborough rapist, I think of The Office and I think of the Scrans. Scran- Strangler. Strangler. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not the same thing. But like every time they said it, I was like, man, if Michael Scott was on the case, it'd be solved. He'd know. Who yeah. it was. Yep. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. Off topic. But not scr- anyways, so not, yeah. Not the screens. They brought her into questioner and she very quickly picked up that they were connecting, trying to connect the murders to Paul Bernardo because they knew he was a Scarborough rapist. And so she turned the narrative very quickly and said she was a battered woman and had battered win- woman syndrome and that he forced her to do all this stuff. And then I think they said two years. Still, she made a plea deal, got 12 years, was sentenced. And then two years later, when Paul went to trial, they found the tapes, which actually Paul had told his lawyer where the tapes were recording all these attacks and murders and stuff like that. 
His lawyer kept them. And then finally they got them. Which was also fucked up. Yeah, that was real fucked up. Because you okay, can't keep this. That. That's evident. Little side note. Also, one of them said he watched it and he was traumatized by it because it's Paul told him not to watch it and he did anyways and he was traumatized because he had a daughter around the same age. And then in the same breath was like, well, I have no moral or legal obligation to turn this in. Sir, you just said you were traumatized by it, but you have no moral obligation? Excuse me? I also thought, again, not funny, but also kind of funny where... I don't remember which podcast it was, but they called it the short arm of the law because of where the tapes were hidden. Oh, and, yeah. And the one it, was a pot, he, yeah. it was a pot light. Yeah, and they and were they like, yeah, that's where you hide your dope. And he, his arms weren't long enough to, to reach for arm. it, so they called them the short arms of the law. Yeah, because they, one of Again, the podcasts, sorry, I probably will be doing this the whole podcast. Well, I'm so sorry. You're not making fun of the, like, no, parts well, where you no, shouldn't make fun of. Like, you're making fun yeah. of the, the yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah. one of the podcasts actually said, too, that Paul... Paul obviously knew exactly where the tapes were, and they had already interviewed Carla, so the police knew there were tapes but couldn't find them. Paul didn't tell his lawyer until the search warrant had expired, Mm -hmm. so that way they couldn't go back and find them and try and take them. But so two years after Paula got sentenced was when they found these tapes, which revealed that Paula actually willingly participated in them and seemed to Okay, you totally said said Paula like twice. twice. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, it's at because at first I was like, is Paul. it Paul had? Yeah, <laughs> well, no, I, I heard didn't it do twice, anything, and I think guys. I looked at Paula, and she didn't look at me, so I was like, okay, maybe she didn't. And then the second time, I was like... <laughs> it's been a long... I didn't, I've not gotten enough sleep this weekend, I'm sorry. Carla willingly... Excuse. Carla willingly participated in this and seemed to enjoy it. So she should have been charged as an accomplice... In the whole thing. That's Mm -hmm. why there's a whole bunch of controversy. That's why she's the most hated woman. She should have for sure gotten life just like Paul did. The deal with the devil. That's what they all called it. Yeah. Yes. I want to know. I think she willingly participated in it. Obviously, they both have messed up psychologies. I don't know. I'm just going to say how I feel and see what you guys think. I think that she was so in love with him that she was willing to do whatever it took to keep him. A hundred percent. I think she was, I, I think she murdered some of those girls. I I mean, I don't, I don't think that he did not, not kill them, but I think a big part of it was she knew that, like you said, I think she was so in love with him and wanted to do anything (sighs) to keep him and keep him happy. And I, I don't, cause the thing is, the reason I think she's more the murderer than he is is because he admitted to all this stuff. He's like, yeah, I'm terrible. I did all this. But I did he, this. He said he did not But he's not like, I them. did not kill them. It's like, why Why at that point would you just all of a sudden be like, hard stop, I didn't kill anybody? Well, and one of the podcasts even said they're like, he was a Scarborough rapist. He raped like dozens of women mm-hmm. before meeting Carla. Like, no one was 43 killed. charges of rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no one... No one was killed, though, until Carla came into the Mm -hmm. equation. Well, yeah, and I think that the part with that is that because he never drugged people by himself. And so she did it. So technically, I'm so I think she also I agree with both of you because I mean, we've all probably well, maybe not all of us. I've done some stupid things that I shouldn't have like, you know, like, oh, if I don't do this, he's going to leave me or, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that. I would never do this, obviously. But that was a little, you know, just a little bit extreme. But yeah. Well, because um, I think he purposely 
I'm not trying to like say his motives, but I really feel like he let her not, not let her, but he let it be in her hands that I think he manipulated her. Yeah. Like, because he didn't, he didn't kill him. She's the one that drugged him and gave him too much drugs. That's her own fault. That's basically what he's well, saying. Say but it's like he had something to do too. with it. Yeah, that's true. Because she did say that he strangled one or two with electrical yeah, I think cords. The last two. Yeah, but because mm. yeah, this Canadian true crime, they did say that Paul called Carla used goods because she wasn't a virgin when they met, mm-hmm. and that's why Carla finally gave in and offered her sister, her sister's virginity, as his Christmas present. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of both. Like, I 100% think he manipulated her and, like, gaslit her and everything, too. I do think he was verbally abusive. And he was obviously physically abusive because he beat her with a flashlight and she had that picture with black eyes. I don't think he forced her to do this stuff, though. No, I but think it, he more or less made her think like he manipulated. Yeah, well, like, like you said, you it was in it was this, in her I'll hands. Just, I'll just do it anyways. Like, but like you said, it was in her hands. Yeah. He he's like, well, you give him the drugs, you killed him. Yeah, that wasn't me. I didn't but do that. That's why he can like he can wash his clean, hands of it. Yeah, he can consciously say, I didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. I did all this other I, stuff, but I didn't. But kill him. She I did do. It. She, I think she willingly did it, but he also kind of manipulated yeah. her to mm-hmm. absolutely. If you don't do it, I'll I'll just leave. I'll find someone else. That'll it's make just me so happy. messed up because like any other, well, not any other, but a lot of people, you know, being beaten, having to eat shit sandwiches, like you would leave. Mm-hmm. You would yeah. know, hey, this is real fucked up. Well, I and I know you here. said too, like that battered woman thing. I know this is in the, the other podcast that we'll talk about, but he said that the way she spoke about it in court you know that she basically sat there and yeah. read exactly what yeah. it was. He they goes, said, it was too cold. It was too calculated. She, like, memorized it. It there seemed is, like a phony testimony. Yes. And he goes, a lot of women that are, he's like, they don't remember things, and and you can tell that they're nervous. He's like, she was cold, calculated. She knew too much. Well, it's even, like... About being a battered woman. In, um, you could tell she researched it. I yes. think it was the YouTube video. Even though it was really short, they showed clips of her interview. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I was really mad at him because when he brought, I think it was the, the first sh- one. The Les- champagne glasses. Because yeah. he brought was. Leslie home in the middle of the night, woke Carl up and was like, hey, look who I brought home. And Carl was like, okay, and went back to bed. But when she got up in the morning, she went to let the dog out. And they had these expensive French champagne glasses mm-hmm. that were a wedding gift. And she was mad because he used those with Leslie mm-hmm. and to give her champagne. She's like, those are like my fine china. I was so mad that he used those. And, and that's what you're mad about. Yeah. And then when they were doing the house tour with the cops so she could show what happened, she was like, did any of the furniture get damaged when you guys were investigating? Oh, can I take this book? Because my sister really wants this book. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, that has to stay there until we're done. Like, mm-hmm. we'll get it to her eventually, but, like, and she's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. they called out a lot, too, how she dressed. Like, she dressed like a little schoolgirl, and it's mm-hmm. like, you're in your 20s, ma'am. Well, what was it? What, was it right after they had gotten, like, they were separated, and she was like, I was a battered woman, and the guy was like, the one, they went and talked to people. She had gone to a bar. And it picked yeah. up a guy, and there the like bartender was bar. yeah. It, first of all, it was a cop bar, bar, and the second one, he was like, she was there in a tight dress, skirt, no short. bra, no underwear, yeah, like, dancing short. like she had like, you know, it's like that's 
that's very yeah because she went home with the guy that night and slept with him mm-hmm. and then started an affair with him mm-hmm. i don't i don't remember that being talked about in this canadian true crime maybe podcast, it wasn't that one but sorry the other, the other two did for sure they were mm-hmm. like she was talking about she's so depressed and scared because she's so battered and all this stuff and they're like she was out at bars and had a boyfriend immediately afterwards mm-hmm. yeah it just didn't add up no so yeah but back back to this one um <clears throat> they did have a lot of detail and i thought i don't know i thought this one was great so i would honestly i know we talked about this a little bit right before we started recording but i would probably i would give her a three she yeah three hands down three what are you gonna do ash I mean, I feel like no, I'm just I would give it a three because it was very I mean, it was very in depth and it gave you if you didn't know anything, this would be the one I'd be like, listen to this and this will tell you everything you need to know. You guys, oh, yeah. I think this is our first three, our average three. I, mm, I, I think so. I don't think we've given all given threes before. Maybe no, not. I know I've given a three before, but I meant, yeah, but I meant but like I all yeah, three of us. I was trying to remember if we did or not. I, I uh, from she's, are you writing down the average what? over there? You're trying to figure out? I'm always writing the average. I don't remember. I just know, like, the first, I think it was the first episode, both of us gave a three to one. But yeah, I but Ash, I didn't want to. I remember that. I don't remember which podcast it was, but I hold on stubborn. to my threes. Yeah. Okay. That means a lot. So, so yeah, average was three. Canadian true crime, even though it was her first two episodes, she, she killed great. it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish our first episodes were as good as hers. Yeah, I agree. Hey, we're a work in progress. That's all right. All righty. True murder, the most shocking killers. This uh, this podcast is... Is this the interview one? Yeah, because they've got rough. so many. Um, this was from 2010. This was 12, oh, 13 yeah. years the, ago, the actually. The audio, the <laughs> audio was really weird. It almost reminded me of like a radio yes it okay, did. So and I were talking we were about talking this. about this before you got here that <laughs> it was real quiet it was real loud and then mid-sentence it would like cut to a freaking oh, ad oh, o'reilly oh no mine was always about <laughs> atlantic city yeah Ooh. i think that's what mine was too it it just threw me off because i was like listening and i'm like oh my god blast in my ears I mean, Same. it did have very good information because the guest that was on there yes wrote a book was part well he was part of the press like there was a press band they had talked about the the u.s was where, yeah mm-hmm. well canada too no no u.s was allowed to do press on it no can, there was like well there was canada there, wasn't there was like canada. a gag order or something america could i remember one of them yeah. saying that canada could not until after the trials yep. were over i remember them saying but america that was, was like you can do whatever you want because canada can't tell america to do anything just like america can't tell canada to do anything but so he was press and he actually got to sit in on Carla Homoko's trial. So he had a lot of really, really good information because, like I said, he was the one who said it was two cops when Tammy was found dead and the rookie cop was suspicious of it. And the older cop was like, no, this is what it is. Just leave it. And he was like, OK, I mean, oh, I know he talked about her in the trial. He goes the thing about her. They showed that video of her basically pleasuring herself. Yeah. And he goes... And the lawyer was like, what are you... Because he said that oh, yeah. Carla was like <laughs> well, he goes real pissed. Well, he goes, if looks could kill, he goes, because Carla, he goes, you would notice that she didn't turn her head. He goes, but Just she her moved eyes. her eyes. And he goes, if looks could kill, he would have been dead. 
in that courtroom. And understandably so. I mean, that would have, you know, what what are you doing in this video? Yeah, I, did I think mean, it, it would have taken a lot for me. I thought that was kind me. of funny. Cause it would have taken a lot for me to be like, it looks like I'm fucking myself. If I was in that courtroom and heard the lawyer be like, what are you doing in this video? I would have been like. Well, didn't he say they all. <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah, was like kind of choking. Yeah, everybody laugh, in like, the courtroom was like, okay. I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> what a tick. Yeah. Funny though, it was funny. But yeah, I mean, I thought the only the only thing that kind of sucked about that one was the the audio and stuff like that. But yeah, that guy did have a lot of of good information. I thought he gave a lot of because was he, again. I am so sorry. I can't remember because I listened to all of these. Um, is this the one too where they they he talked about her after she got let go and like when she moved to the island. And then she came back and like it was. I know the first one talked about that a lot. I also, the Canadian true crime, I don't remember her talking about Paul wanting to be a rap star. <laughs> Which I think I don't is think hilarious. she did, but this one did. Also, if you it guys. It was kind of funny. He like slid it in there and was like, oh, by the way. You guys should really look up pictures of these guys. Like everyone calls them Ken and Barbie killers because they were so attractive. That Paul well, was actually interviewed like twice about the Scarborough rape. Because he looked rapes. just like well, they the, both had the blondish picture. hair yeah. too. Because his friends oh even gosh, called yeah. the cops and were like, you should talk to him because our friend looks just like this. But they said he was so attractive and so like good looking, like middle, middle upper class and all this. They're like, there's no way this guy did it. Mm-hmm. And he did. But yeah, like it, just look at pictures because he is definitely one of those guys where you look at his picture and you know he would be at the bar hitting on you and you'd be like, please get away from me. And he, he would just go, don't you know who I am? How dare you? This is a 93 Honda. How dare <laughs> like you? Like the guy that hits on you and then as soon as you turn him down, he's like, whatever, you're ugly and fat anyways. Like, yeah, that's, okay, that's cool. literally probably what he would be like. Oh, we've yep. got a visitor in here. Marvels. Oh, You're she, probably going to hear her. Did you hear that? Yeah. I she did. actually made it onto the sound this time. Look at you. She wants to talk about murders. She's, she's a female. Noisy. If she could, she'd probably murder us because she's a crazy cat. She's yeah. tra- <laughs> okay, you got to be quiet, though. She probably wants some jerky. I sealed it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I think... You have some good, I mean, that's really good information. So if you're a person that likes to listen to like, I don't know, I think of public radio, like. He did sound, yeah, yes, that's, a lot like. And, which isn't bad because they have really good points. They do a lot of their research. They've got mm-hmm. facts. And this guy was there. The thing so, I, yeah. is though, it's good information, but I thought it was good information because I listened to it right after listening to the other one. Mm-hmm. The canadian true crime the, the like I so said, it's the, like if this was the first one you were listening to i don't think you'd get as much out of it that's true yeah i mean it's not it's good information but it's not like the full story and everything <laughs> the cat's gone now the cat has been removed from the room because she couldn't she sit couldn't quietly hang. yeah sorry. sorry about that meow some of us probably are thankful that are listening they're like oh, whose freaking cat is that mine um anyway so the true murder so i was saying um the episode was very informational but like megan had said i mean it's not something if you don't know the story don't i wouldn't listen to this one um it's very informational though i think it's good 
factual. It's kind of like another side of the story almost. Yeah. Well, this one is more or another perspective. I would say this one is a little bit more like you well, like you were going to say another perspective because he was actually there. Yeah. And he has a different side. He actually, you know, like you said we were talking about how Carla claimed she was I don't want to say claim, but you know, she was a battered woman. He yeah. talks about how, you know, she's not a dumb woman. Mm-mm. And he goes, you can tell that when she was sitting up there talking about it, the way she spoke about it, she did her research. Yeah, she it memorized all the symptoms of bad yep. women syndrome. Mm-hmm. He goes, it just seemed very insincere. Fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like either. Like, I know, like we said, it sounded very much radio show. So, obviously, they have, like, an allotted amount of time. And, like, we had talked about the commercials just randomly in, like, the <laughs> middle of a sentence. But also, at the end, he was just like, we got to wrap this up. This is the end. And it's like, oh, oh okay. okay. Okay, bye. This is, this is done. <laughs> You've talked too much. It's just, I mean, I feel like it's one of those stereotypical, like, interviews, mm-hmm. like, on a radio or, you know, public Radio or a TV show or something. Yeah. I did get the feeling, like, well, then you said they have, like, 700 and some episodes. Yeah. So I feel a little bit like these are all interviews that they have found on the radio or maybe that this guy had done in the past. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, uploaded them to podcast form recently. Or I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think the book would be very interesting to read. I agree. And I was just going to say this. So this episode was from 2010. So like we said, 13 years ago, that's Mm -hmm. a lot of episodes, but really it's probably makes sense for 13 years at least. But yeah, I, that's the other thing I was going to say is that he was there. He wrote this book. I think the book may be interesting to Mm -hmm. read. Like Mm -hmm. those, I don't know, books always like intrigue me when it comes to true things. But the thing is too, with like, um, I thought I had it written down somewhere, but I don't see it in my notes now. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Canadian True Crime. They said that Paul Bernardo had actually just been denied for parole yeah. in 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But they've said that they're 90% sure he'll never get out. I don't think Canada has sure. life with no parole. No, but they said oh. that because of what he was convicted with, and he was convicted yeah. as a dangerous, dangerous person. There's very highly unlikely... That he will ever get out. Yeah. And I was going to say, um, I think it was like, this happened back to the other podcast. Um, wasn't that Canadian true crime, the one where she kind of talked about how um, he couldn't be tried for, was it the rapes right away? Or some, something happened because of the DNA, because he didn't have a lawyer, right? Remember that? Well, I know. Because he didn't the, have a the, lawyer, and they denied him his rights to have a lawyer. Oh, yeah. And they, they couldn't use those. They messed up. Like, he had confessed to something. Yeah. But they didn't. He had asked to call a lawyer, and they didn't let him yeah. so that it couldn't be used. But I thought you were talking about stuff. the tapes. I'm like, well, I know the Ooh. tapes came out because his lawyer quit the case and then gave the guy who took over his job the tapes. And then the, the successor was like, these are fucked up and gave them to the cops. I'm so glad they're destroyed. Yeah, they did get rid of them. I can't. Ugh, I can't even imagine. Anyway, um, Sue, true murder. I would give this one. Uh, one point five. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd give it one and a half. I'm gonna do the same. Ooh, Man, is this gonna be the Ashley's easiest episode average. for averages? 
Well, I think this last one, I'm going to have to like make it special for, I'm going to be like one point. Yeah. I said two, it, three, four, five, six, seven, Well, eight, like nine. we all said, it was very good information, very different perspective, but it's not my style. It's, of it's not your to podcast it, yeah. to listen to if you want information on what happened. Yeah. The average is 1.5. What? What? How did my you book. figure that out? I would have never gotten that. I would have needed a calculator for that. Looking at I was me. like, well, are you serious or are you lying? No, I'm we're being sarcastic. All oh. We're all lying. Okay, well, rude. Sarcasm. I love math. Do you? I do. I won't lie about math. Why don't you marry it? I'm already married. That's like illegal. You can't get married when you're already married. You have so. to move to Utah if you want to do that. Isn't that where it is? I think so. Or is it Idaho? No, no Utah. it's Utah. Okay. Anywho, last but not least, women, women in crime. crime. Megan, you want to talk about this one first? Um, this wasn't my favorite. Me neither. They did. They did cover some good stuff. Um, they didn't cover any of the details about the Scarborough rapist crimes. They did bring it up later that he was the Scarborough rapist, and that Carla knew, and didn't really stop him on it. Uh, one thing I did catch that may be a discrepancy. They said that Paul's father was known as a peeping Tom. Yeah. I bet he think found out he that was. his No, his father was. His was stepdad. Well, so the thing well, is, yeah, the his guy stepdad, that, but that's yeah. what I'm talking about. They said he was a peeping Tom, but nothing else said that his stepdad was a peeping Tom. They said that Paul was a peeping Tom. No, no I heard that was his dad two. was a was a yep. There was he was a peeping Tom. That he also was a he molested. Yeah, yeah. they said he was. That's why he, he changed his name. Yeah, because they said he molested his sister, but I didn't see anywhere else that his father was stepfather was also a peeping Tom. I thought it was just Paul who was at sixteen. Well, the other thing too, though, that's that you say that is that he found out that shortly after that 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 guy wasn't even his biological father. Yeah. And then he started calling his mama horn stuff. Yeah. They both had. Is this well, the he, one that they really went into his, to Paul's family life where they talked about like afterwards, like his mother, like got like extremely obese. Is this, or am I, I think thinking so. something I think, else? I think, I think they it did is, yeah. go into it a little bit more. I think so. Mm-hmm. Cause I, Cause I, I don't, know. I didn't remember hearing that in any of the other ones where it, like, mm-hmm. they, they get, I think they got divorced or they separated and then they, she. They had a very terrible marriage yes and she had an affair and had paul because his dad slash stepdad whatever you want to call it was an alcoholic and abusive Mm -hmm. and then molested his younger sister and all that and they got in a fight and that's how paul found out that he wasn't even his biological father and paul had a very rough childhood go of it yeah yeah which i think is also part of nature versus nurture like it was, it had to do some nurture, but I feel like Carla, like they did say her dad was an alcoholic and kind of abusive too, but she had, she had a way different life than him probably. Oh yeah. Hers up. was not nearly as rough as his was. Well, whose, whose parents were adopted? Was her mom her mother? Was, yeah. Her was mom adopted was. by like a, a lawyer. A rich dude. Yeah. yeah. And, and her, cause her mom's dad was an alcoholic also and abusive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I multitasked when I was listening to this one. Mm-hmm. 
And I think I I wasn't actively listening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I wrote that too. That there was this, something about their this one didn't really vibe. I don't know. No, it wasn't. The thing is, too, I just I don't feel like they. It wasn't as good. I mean, yeah. Well, and they started with Tammy kind of as the first attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about Jane Doe, which I don't think the true yeah, murder. Neither really of them. talked yeah, about the only John, one that Jane did was the Canadian true crime. But yeah, it just. I think it more so bothered me that they started with Tammy because I was like, he had raped all those women before that. Yeah. That's what I liked about the first one we talked about is that she kind of started from like the beginning. She talked about all of those other things. Because I think she even talked about too how he had a lot of girlfriends in college who Mm -hmm. came out after the fact saying Mm -hmm. like, yeah, he was really abusive. That's why we left. Yeah. I wonder if the women in crime kind of started with Tammy because they were like, this is the focal point. Like this is where the, mur- that's, I mean, that is where the murdering started. So well, maybe I guess that's you could why say they that's started there. Probably partially too where Carla came in. Mm-hmm. It was the, be- you know, if it's well, the Ken Jane, and Jane Barbie. Do- Jane Doe was before that and after it. Yeah, valid. Mm-hmm. It is weird. I really did. That's why I had that as a point in the first one is because no one else talked about Jane Doe and why maybe i mean there weren't a lot of sources i think that had that one in there yeah that's so awful i do remember hearing about that in other podcasts though i mean it's all freaking awful like i didn't i didn't remember hearing about it and all these yeah you're welcome i mean i already i already know about the toy box killer because i listened to those and i i don't think any of the pods that we're listening to for the next episode are ones that I listened to, but there was one that had like a transcript. This guy read it as a voice actor. It was scary, but good. Anyway, sorry, no, that's that's burning. I got a episode. story to tell you about the that one, but I'll leave it for after podcast. Unless you want to edit the whole <laughs> No, we can talk about it afterwards. Okay. Let's let's uh, keep going. I mean, honestly, the, uh, there's really not much more to go off of that. Yeah. I'm gonna give them a one. I'll give them a one point five. They still like they mm. had Good information, just they left a lot out too. One point two five is what I was gonna put. I'm gonna one point two five three four five. The average seven. is one point two five because ours are both on either side, and yours is right in the middle. That would be the median. Yeah, but t- I'm that just happened with I know. The other one. I, I was kidding. It can also be the mean. Yeah. Ashley's average. <laughs> oh, one thing I did want to say. Um, I think the other ones <laughs> did touch on this. But Carla, Carla Homoka's family supported her throughout the trial, even after finding out that she yeah, was involved she with Tammy's murder, because they very truly believed that she was a battered woman. Well, the thing is, maybe her family like never saw that side of her where she was kind of can be mal- manipulated or like be like. That. So I'm here's the thing: is sometimes families stand by you no matter what you do like yeah. you know those moms what was your guess? murderers are like 1. oh my son could never oh that. my god megan got it right what do i win nothing <sighs> we interrupted yeah. you i'm sorry what were you saying oh no i was just saying family stick by you no Sam, yeah i mean like a murderer's mom there's i can't even think of one right now but i know there's a lot of murders out there that their parents are like oh they could never do that I feel like we've covered one, but I can't remember what. I guess I just, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the way I just, the main thing I caught from this one was the, you know, like the whole deal with the devil. I mean, that's what it was always called. And she has been out living her life, been able to have kids, and she deprived that of all of those victims. 
they weren't able to live. They weren't able to get married. They weren't able to go on and have kids. And she's able to just, yeah, I mean, is her life is her life easy by any means? No, if she gets found out. She should be in jail. She should. She should. She should a hundred percent be in jail. She should have been in jail as long as Paul has been in jail. I do believe she was manipulated, Mm -hmm. but she is not a battered woman. She she did it because she didn't want to lose him. There's something psychologically wrong with her. That's There's something psychologically say. wrong with him. That's all it is. Yep. It's so overall, the Canadian. So um, um, the Canadian in crime, crime, true crime. Yep, that one got a three. Uh, what was the next one? Um, I don't remember. The I lost it. Right. It's true something. I don't true know why murder. I X out of that. True murder something, but I just wrote down true murder. True murder something. <laughs> it's true murder. The most shocking killers. That got a uh, a 1.5. And women and crime. Women and crime. Got a 1.25. So clearly uh, Canadian true crime is the winner. Yeah. Women and crime was also the shortest episode, so... I feel like that does have a little bit to do with it. Yeah, but the last episode that we did, you know, Israel Keys, the shortest one was your guys' favorite. So, yeah. I mean, it really, I don't know. Because well, it's, it's hard to. Canadian true crime, if you combine the two episodes, it's like almost two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, Valid. she's going to have time to fit in a lot more information, yeah. too. So, gosh, I don't know. It was really good. And it was really fun good. fact. She's I I heard her say like she's an Aussie that's in maybe it was in her bio of the podcast actually but it's an was she, she the moved one from Australia. that was like please tell me if I'm garbage I think yeah. so because she had must have added an intro and said hey you guys sent me feedback on this this is my first episode you said I was talking slow I was like I don't think you talk too slow and Mm-mm. I don't know she she like was I cool. said you could tell it was a little sore but it's not to the point where I was like. Okay, come on, right. let's go. Well, and yeah. the other thing I thought of after too is most podcasts let you go, oh, do I want to listen to it at 1.5 times? Two times? Do you want to listen to it slower? Oh, do they let you do that? Oh, I yep, don't know. No, they do yeah. do that. I, was, I don't know. You guys listen on Spotify, I think. I, I listen, listen to, on Apple. I listen to it on Google. If oh. I can find it on Google, okay. I try. I do Pandora or one Oh, we day. all do different. Okay. With well, no, the, I think that's good though that with, we all oh, do. Oh, no, absolutely. With you these, know. I do them on Spotify just because okay. I can... I well, can search for the podcast and search within the show. Well, if there's ones that I couldn't find, like that that second one, that true crime, mm-hmm. that I could not find that on Google. Yeah. I found that one on Spotify. So that's why you guys have the same commercials, because I listen mm-hmm. to it on Apple. That's why I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, because right. like I said, I like listening to them on Spotify, because I can search for, like I can search Canadian true crime, and then when you're on the show's page, you can search within the show, mm-hmm. which makes it a lot easier to find. I don't use Spotify because I'm an Apple person. Once I converted, I converted all over. It's already on my phone. I mean. I understand why you have Apple. I used to have Amazon. I have Amazon. I I use Google for almost everything, but that's because I have the Pixel. My house is. See, that's like I got everything Apple. Mm -hmm. I don't. And there's Megan over there. Samsung and Google are basically. The I love same. how we're all we're different. Both Android yeah, people. I was gonna say we all seriously. Do. <laughs> yeah, because what you have a what is this iPad, and you have a Samsung tablet, and then I have a, a <laughs> Lenovo like tablet, which there are Pixel tablets. 
I really like my Pixel. Like, I do. I'm not going to lie. Like, I like Google. I think Google is user-friendly. The husband has Actually, iPhones are the most user-friendly because they're what you see is what you get. Androids, you can customize more. Also, iPhones are for old people. Uh, my parents don't have iPhones. Not you. It's you or They're old for people. old people because, like I said, they're what yeah. you see is what you get. Yeah. Which they did you update them now where you can customize them soul. more, but not really. And you don't want to know a funny story, <laughs> and I don't care that we're still recording, but, like, we had a newer hire in our group at work, and we all kind of, like, made a slide and stuff, like, to our favorites, and I was reading out loud to my coworker next to me, and what I put, and I said, I love coffee crocheting and cross stitch and she goes if you didn't have your picture and they could see how old you were they probably would have thought you were a grandma and i was like <laughs> cool but yeah it's fine i'm old it's all right maybe i am old what are you gonna do about it no i don't like having all the extra features because i have like a little bit of add and then i change everything and then i kind of keep changing it i don't know see just... i'm like i'm not gonna lie i think megan and i are a lot alike i have to have everything in folders condensed into yeah. you know like i yeah. hate it when people like swipe up, you can like, do that. They on go on Apple, their guys. Yeah, but no, I you can't. It irritates me <laughs> so much can. when you like because I worked at a cell phone store. You can't have this though. It would annoy me no, so cool. much when I would have to Maybe. get on people's phones and you just scroll and scroll and scroll and it's like you have like four hundred apps and I'm scrolling for ten minutes. Just put them in folders. And they probably only use yeah, five of the feature. apps. Just use the search feature. I actually have Megan. a folder for our pod stuff on my phone. That's cool. Yeah, me too. Um, Anyways. I don't. I think you should edit that part out. No, I think we Why? should do that. Because we went off on a tangent. That's fine. Anyways, this is the end you of the can, episode. We can if they were done, If they were done, they could just stop listening to us at now. Like, yeah, I didn't I talk about our socials we're, or anything yet. That's fine. That's fine. You're going to do it soon. And... If they made it this far, they're the real troopers. By the way, shout out to my fam, who's hopefully all listening to this after we hung out in Deadwood and got really drunk and told everybody about how great it was going to be, and they were all super excited about it. Why so. would you lie to your family? I wish I would have been there. Why? So you could have lied too? No. <laughs> Okay, so you can find us on Facebook at Let Us Judge You Podcast, at L-U-J-Y Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, L-U-J-Y Pod at gmail.com for any case suggestions and positive criticism. What's our, criticism. what's our next episode? I also just want to say I love how Megan was the one that reeled us back in and not me for once. Thanks yeah. for being the mom today. You're welcome. She didn't need you. She I don't know your opinion. I don't think it's is it toy, toy box, box killer. Um, yes. Um, also, a reminder: we do drop biweekly on Tuesdays. And next up will be the toy box killer. So get ready for something gnarly, guys. Yeah. So until next time, keep listening and let us know how it is. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>